Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. Uh, but the scripture that we wanted to go over uh, as trying to give us a, um, a really an inside perspective of today's conversation is going to be Joshua uh, chapter 24. I believe we might have the scripture we do. Uh, Joshua 24, 14 through 15. Now, this is where Joshua is addressing the whole nation of Israel right now. And um, he's going through the things that really God has instilled on the inside of him to do in the promised land. And then he reads this, um, closing out. He says, so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Everybody say wholeheartedly. Say wholeheartedly serve him. Put away forever the idols of your ancestors who worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates rivers and in Egypt and serve the Lord alone. He was saying this. He's saying, look, there's a lot of different options out there. There's a lot of different things out there, but serve the Lord alone. But in verse 15, it says, but if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. He said, today choose who you will serve. If you're choosing not to, he said, choose it today. He said, would you rather prefer the gods of your ancestors or, or the serpent beyond the Euphrates or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But he says this. He says, look, I can't control what you're doing. But it says, but as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Who knows that that needs to be our cry each and every day. Say, look, I can't control you. I can't control my neighbors. I can't control what's around me. But what I can control is my household, my home. And as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And the uh, couple we're going to um, welcome up, uh, I know them well. Uh, they have been a part of this church for, uh, what, 10 years now. And uh, they have really set uh, an awesome culture and atmosphere in their homes, as I should know. I spent what, 23 years in that home? Um, so can you welcome up Koi and Ophemia Slavic, my parents. They're going to have this conversation with us with church at home. And um, I think, what, what was I, 23 and I left the home? I can't remember. That was when, when, when Haley stole me away. So y'all can be seated. Y'all can be seated. So if you don't know, the people sitting to my left, you're right, uh, are my parents, Koi and Ophemia Slavic. They have been part of the church for, how, how, long, how long have we been part of the church now? Twelve years? I believe twelve years. Twelve years. So they've been here twelve years, and um, they have really instilled so much on the inside of me. Um, I believe we have a picture of the whole family. There it is. Come on, isn't that some really beautiful people? Especially the guy in the white jacket. Man. And uh, so that's, uh, that's the family that, you know, see, the family has grown and is continuing to growing. Um, we have the, all the little ones. They have, y'all have grandchildren now, uh, five grandchildren. We'd like more. That's, you know, yes. talk to Haley. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but the family is growing. And um, really what we want to talk about today, as, you know, we've discussed a little bit earlier, is how powerful it really is when you have an atmosphere and a culture in the home, not just at church, but in the home, that really gratifies the presence of God. And it, I, speaking for myself, being in the home, it changed my life, being a part of that. And I just want to thank y'all so much for creating that. But I also know that y'all didn't necessarily uh, come from that type of background. And that's really what the first question is for today. 
the first question is this for you guys is, when y'all were growing up, a uh, long time ago now, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, watch it. I'm just kidding. When y'all were growing up, how was the atmosphere at home for y'all? You want to start? Let me start. I'll start. Well, uh, first of all, I just thank you for the, this opportunity to be able to share uh, what God has done in our life, uh, in our household. Uh, I, I wasn't raised in a spirit-filled church, but I thank my parents that they made sure we went to church every Sunday. So they laid a foundation for me knowing that church was important. Uh, it was, we never questioned if we're going to church or not. I mean, there's sev several times when I'd fall asleep in church and my mom, she had the longest arm in the world. She was like, maybe I hit him. Okay. Yeah. How long is this woman's arm here? You know, yeah. but they made it a priority that you're going to church. All right. Ophemia and I did not accept the Lord until, uh, after we were married for about a year and a half. Um, Ophemia came home and she accepted Jesus at a Baptist church here in Victoria and it was totally foreign to me, but immediately she wanted to set the tone in our house. And, and we didn't have children until we were married eight years, but mm -hmm. Ophemia was determined to set the tone already, and, and she knew how much I loved music. So what she would do is, she, and I had a massive album collection, and I'm not gonna tell you what bands, you know, because it would embarrass me to tell you, but music was important in my life, and she brought, she went to the Bible bookstore after, after she accepted Christ, brought some albums to the house. David Meese, Randy Stonehill, Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith. I'm going, who are these people? <laughs> but immediately, we started playing that music, and eventually it developed into praise and worship music, and it began setting a tone for our home. And I, soon after, I accepted Jesus in my heart as well. And even though we didn't have children, we all already knew the importance of having an atmosphere that, you know, that the Holy Spirit w was welcome in. That's right. That's right. I think that's a important thing to say as well is that don't think if you're single in the house today or if you don't have children, don't think that this conversation isn't for you. Right. Um, we are all responsible for the atmosphere of our homes where we are. And so uh, even if that is you today where you don't have children yet, I remember when Haley and I first got married, you know, we, you know, we wanted to make sure, hey, we don't have uh, – children yet. Um, maybe at the time we had Shiloh. She was crazy. That's not much our dog, not much we could do about her. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we had that atmosphere even at the beginning before we had children because we want to make sure when they came into the world, that atmosphere was set. Yes. And I wasn't a Christian, as my husband said, you know, growing up. Uh, I was 24 when I accepted Jesus in my heart, and that was about a year and a half after we were married. And I didn't grow up in a, in a Christian home. I, you know, mom and dad made sure we went to church, but we did not have that atmosphere at home. And when I, when I did get saved, it was, how do I do this? I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know how to pray. I don't know. But Jesus helped me. And it was like, literally, I went to Jesus for everything. Jesus helped me today. I want to learn to pray because I want to pray for my husband and want to pray for myself and for my children one day. And literally, it was going to Jesus for every little thing. So I want to tell you that if you want to start that at home, even though you weren't raised that way, you can do it because it's not just you doing it by yourself. It's Jesus doing it through you. Amen. And I know, 
I know that he wants a heart. If he can start with one heart, mm, he can good. change a household. That's right. mm, that's Amen? Yeah. So let it be your heart. Mm. And to say, God, I'm giving you my heart, and I want to serve you in this house. Yeah. And when you do that, you're going to start seeing God start changing you. And just like I said, how do I pray? How do I do this? Ask Jesus, and you start. Yeah. You know, I think about Noah, when God told Noah to build a boat. Did God build a boat for Noah? Nope. No. He said, you do it. And let me show you how to do it. You're going to make it this way and this way and this big. And he told him exactly how to do it. Well, guess what? We, got, we have God's word to tell yeah. us exactly yeah. how to Amen. have yeah. church at home. Amen. And let me tell you, too, that coming to church is so very important because you're getting the word in how to apply it in your life, and then guess what? You get to go home and do it. Yeah, amen. Because amen. Uh, God's word, he says, don't just hear it, do it. Amen. Right. Don't That's be right, just man. a hearer of the word, be a doer of the word. Amen. Right. And amen. so when you do it, you come to church, learn, apply it in your life, go home and say, you know, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it this way because you said to do it this way. That's amen. Right. And there's going to be times, especially when we started, I was, when we first got saved, I was like, okay, family, it, might, it may be different for your family, and it was different for ours, but you know what? We wanted to do what Jesus wanted Amen. us to do. That's Amen. right. And when you do that, yes, it may be weird uh, to family and friends that are going, wait, what's going on with koinophemia? They're, you know, they're starting to do this, they're starting to do that. Just know it's all about Jesus. Amen. And know that it has to be a daily thing. Because I just think about, I'm, I was just thinking a while ago, how did we get started? It was just relying on Jesus for everything. Yep. One day at a time. Amen. One day at a time. As for me and my house, that's right. That's right. we will serve the Lord. That's right. And that's daily. Amen. Yes. yes. And you just trust him. Amen. Good stuff, Mama. And I know, Caleb, you, you mentioned the scripture, you know, Joshua 24, 14 through 15. When, when proclaimed that. I mean, he wanted to basically to set the tone for the promised land. He want, you know, he wanted people to think. He asked them, who will you serve this day? Not, not next week, not next month, this day. And this was near the end of Joshua's life. I mean, this is one, these are, these are one of the last moments where we hear from Joshua in, yeah. in the Bible. And, and some of you guys, you know, like, we're empty nesters. Some of y'all may be empty nesters. You may think, man, it's just too late. You know, we, we, we messed up. No, don't let the devil put that mm, thought into your head. Amen. Don't let the devil put Because your grandchildren are still coming to your house. That's right. Amen. Your neighbors are still coming into your house. You can still set that tone in your house. And Joshua was, was in his final days, and he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yep. And so it's never too late to start that, Amen. that That's atmosphere. great stuff. Because really, when it comes to setting that atmosphere and culture in the home, it's never too early. And it's never too late. Amen. Never be convinced. Never let the enemy try to tell you, oh, you're, you're, you're too old. You messed up. Or maybe you have teenagers in the, in, the, in the house and you're like, how do I start with teenagers? <laughs> it's never too early yep. and it's never too late. That's right. The best time to start is right now. Amen. That's right. That's Amen. right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we'll go ahead and move on to the next question. It says, it says what are some things that you have done or, or are doing to practice church at home? start let me start okay well we we started as i said uh setting the atmosphere with music music was a very important important part of my life yep. uh i love music i can't play an instrument i can barely play the radio okay but i love i love music and 
when Ophemia brought... He, he passed that on to me. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Can't do nothing. <laughs> but when Ophemia brought the brought Christian music in, in, into our household, I, I was like, what is, what is this? And I would listen to some of the songs. I went, oh, come on. You know, because... Let's admit it, some of this first stuff wasn't the best produced music, wasn't the, wasn't the greatest music, but actually it, 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 it was the lyrics, you know, yes. in the music. And after playing it a while and a while and a while, I began to like it. And about eight to ten years later, you know, before I knew it, I had thrown out all those other albums that I was listening to. You know, I wish I would have sold them, you know, but I probably got some good money. But anyway, <laughs> threw them out, and, uh, and to this day I still have cassette tapes of nothing but Christian artists, Amen. you know, like Phil Driscoll, you know, I don't know if you guys are old school Christian artists, you know, Amy Grant and all those, but music is important. It sets the tone in, in, in your home. And so we decided, we decided, okay, that was going to be the first thing that we did. Um, yeah. And some people would come to our house and they'd go, who is that? Did, yep. Whoa, whoa. Did they just say Jesus in that song? What's going on here? You know, yeah. and that just opens up a conversation. That gives you an opportunity to tell them, yeah, you know, and then and then you know we, we pray for them and, and get them get them to start listening That's to the different definitely music. Definitely something I remember from the house is, you know, because we thought it was normal. We thought it was normal to have you know Phil Driscoll blaring, to have Carmen blaring. Y'all probably don't know any of this, uh, or you might. Okay, hey, 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 amen. Uh, but I remember like when my friends would come over. And I'm listening to Toby Mac, right? KJ52. And they're like, who is this guy? I was like, wait, you don't know who this, like, because I thought, like, we didn't know, but it, what was so cool about it, because the music you listen to, and Haley and I practice the same thing, the music you listen to is so important to, to setting the atmosphere of the home. It's almost, it's, I'm not going to say it, it's the most important thing to do, but it's definitely up there. It's making sure that we're not listening to junk, right. that we're not listening to things that are opposite of what we're trying to live. Exactly. Let's make sure the atmosphere of the home is right. Exactly. And a lot of that is what our ears are listening to, and um, and it just helps. It helps to have that. You walk in, it's like a breath of fresh air. Sure. You yeah. know? And, and I want to say prayer. Yes. Definitely. Praying together. Amen. Praying for each other. Praying together as a family. Um, Praying for your children and praying for your children's children generations on. Since, yep. since they were babies, I prayed for their spouses. We prayed for their spouses that one day they're going to grow up and God bring the right person Amen. to them. Amen? Because you're changing the, the generations to generate. You're changing it by praying and trusting God. Amen. And one verse that is just so deep in my heart because I feel like I live it daily is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding, Amen. but in all your ways, acknowledge him. That means trust him, go to him, be obedient and do what he, his word says. Like I said, do the word Amen. and you're going to watch what he's going to do Amen. because you're going to trust him. Go to him. God, I don't know what to do in this situation. You're acknowledging him, and he's going to direct your path in Amen. that situation. Amen. 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 So it's Amen. just trust in him with all your heart. Amen. Because God looks at the heart. Exactly. Yeah. It's not so much at the outside. You know, we can come to church, and we can put on a smile on our face, and everything's fine. Everything's good. Oh, you can look holy in church. <laughs> yeah. But when you go home, how are you at home? Amen. Yeah. You Amen. want to be the same at home as you are in church. You want to live for Jesus at home because it starts at the home. Amen. And I That's just thank God for our, our kids. They just, I mean, we used to have them 
we'd have church at home where they would, we'd have, okay, you're preaching today. You're, you're leading worship. And then we would just listen. It was precious because they were young, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and they would put something together and they'd stand up and I had this pulpit <laughs> made Amen. and for them for at home and they just knew it was just precious because and oh and they had to have praise and worship too. And right before it was just so precious. But and we an let offering. them and, and it, an offering, yeah. And, <laughs> It was precious. Don't, don't forget the offering. But it's, it's instilling in your children, it's all about Jesus. Right. It's, and, and you may not have young ones, but if you have young ones, God says, talk to them about Jesus when they Amen. wake up. Amen. When Amen. they're sitting down. Amen. When they're going to bed. Amen. You know, when night comes. It's, and, and it's Jesus and everything. Right. I, yeah. I, even, I even taught them their letters and numbers, including Jesus in there. So it's, it's in everything, know that it's all about Jesus because right. he's the one that changes the home. That's Amen. good. That's Amen. Amen. That's good. Amen. We would have devotionals. We would call it the emotional devotional. I don't know. I remember that. You remember that? I mean, we bought a 365, you know, uh, family devotional book, and, and we would read stories, and basically it was stories about kids finding themselves in a situation and having to make a decision. And they always made the right decision at the end. And it, it, sometimes the ending of the devotional would be pretty cheese, cheesy. And we'd be like wiping tears from But mm -hmm. the kids had that ingrained into their heart, you know, God's word. And, 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 and yeah. when they face similar decisions. And, I, you know, God always put it in my heart, you know, if we have church at home, we're going to feel at home at church. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. our kids, you know, when, 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 we, when we come to church, this is our home. You know, this is, yes, this is our this home. Is you know, I mean, yeah, we... Yeah, yeah. All our families involved here, but it, yes. it, it, before we, we even had kids, the church we were going to, that was our home. It wasn't just our home church, it was our home. Mm. And, and then we would bring that, you know, you know back to the house. But uh, one, one thing that's also important, you know, uh, uh, also prayer is very important yes. to pray with your family. You mm. know, dads, let your kids see you cry, you know. It's mm. okay. Let, 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 let them see you be emotional about God, you know, don't, don't try to be this stern, you know, you know, man yeah. of the house, you know, I can't show any emotion or any weakness. Let, let, let your kids see the passion that you have mm. for wow. Jesus, yes. you know, and, and when they see that, yeah. they see, they see, man, this guy's real. Yeah. This, this guy's not phony. He's not putting yeah. on an act. And that gives them permission to do that. Exactly. Amen. And, and that, it, it yeah. kind of just unleashes that. And also anoint your home. I mean, yeah. they're, they, I mean, there, there are times, and there are still times when, you know, there are challenges in our house, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, but if you're not being challenged, you're not doing, you're not doing it right. You know, you know, the enemy wants to get into your home mm -hmm. and he wants to affect your children. He wants to affect your grandchildren. He wants to affect your spouse. He wants to affect yourself. Um, you know, know that there are going to be challenges, but anoint your home. Ophemia will be walking around, you know, with that little bottle, all you know, the time. all the time. Yeah. I'll be watching a football game and all of a sudden I feel her. I just, I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember whoa, whoa, something's going yeah. on. Something's I going being, on. Being you know? asleep, yeah. Yep. And the dog's looking at her and going, oh, I'm getting out of here. I'm yep. getting out of here. Yep. I remember just sleeping. I feel that finger. Right there. Say, all right, mom's anointing me. There you go. But when your children grow up in that atmosphere, they're going to take that to their house. Yeah. And, yeah. and if they grow up in an atmosphere that is Christ-centered, they're not going to settle for less. Mm. You know? They're, if That's they good. have a potential spouse... They have a potential spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, and they go to their house and they see chaos, they see dysfunction, they see people that they don't see at church. 
they're going to last. They're not going to settle for that. Yeah. They're not going to settle for that. And That's thank good. God that all three of our children have, have married godly spouses. Yes. Yeah. Thank and, you, and it's And it's a blessing, and we see it in their grandchildren. So know yes. what you're starting in your house continues for generations yeah. and generations and yes. generations. We that's are the good. first yes. generation. Yes. But and it keeps on. It keeps on continuing. And, and that's what's important is, you know, I, I think about uh, Eli in the Bible, that he was a man of God, but he didn't instill mm. it in his children. Wow. And wow. so his children were doing things they shouldn't be doing, and he would just put it off and say, oh, you know what, they're just boys. You know, they're going right. to do what they do. And, and God warned him and said, you need to talk to your sons. This is mm. this, and he didn't listen. And, and, it, and it ended bad for them. So I, you know, when you're, when you're making a difference in your home and you're changing the situation and the times and the uh, atmosphere in your home, know that... You want to instill that in your children and that so when they grow up, they're going to instill it in their children because we want to pass it down. Amen. Amen? Because what a legacy you can leave to me is when I go to heaven one day, I want my children to be serving Jesus and their children and their children's children. Amen. Amen. That's what I want. That's That's what we want. And and I want to challenge the dads and the the men out there. You men, you're the guardian of your household. You know, whether you want that responsibility or not, you you are the guardian. What comes into your house, That's you right. are you are the one who needs to stop it. If it's if it's dividing your family, what are you what are you looking on your laptop when you're alone? What what movies are you watching when you know when the kids are asleep? Now we can watch this type of movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. A, a, a few months ago, I was sitting right over there where I, where I usually sit, and uh, I was God really convicted me. You know, he. he I golf. I'm not good. I'm pretty bad, as a matter of fact. But <laughs> whenever I hit a bad shot, these words would try to come out of me. I'm going, where is that coming from, man? But you know what? Garbage in, garbage out. If you're what you're watching on television, wow. you, can't, it, you can't help but repeat it. Wow. Because trust me, you know, I've worked in marketing. I know how TV and commercials and media work. They want you to regurgitate what they're telling you, and it happens. And so, you know, God convicted me, and I went, oh, wow. And, I, and we went home. I think it was a Wednesday night. I went home, and I told Ophemia, I said, we're going to have to cancel a lot of our streaming services, you know, uh, because we're allowing words, you know, and even PG-13. I mean, you know, we were allowing words to come into our house that we would never speak. We would never allow our children to ever speak. Mm-hmm. I, I found myself almost speaking those words on the golf course, and I'm going, where is that coming from? And man, I went, golf, and, man, and, brings yeah. out the worst in you. That's right. <laughs> But I went, where's that coming from? And God just said, you know where it's coming from, man. You know, mm-hmm. don't play games with me. You know where, you know where this is coming from. And so, and, and then I told Ophemia, I said, you know, all right, we're, we're going we're to cancel a lot of our streaming services. We're not going to be watching the same shows. Let's see what God does. About two weeks later, you know, uh, I get a raise out of the blue. It's, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And then blessings started occurring throughout our whole family. And not just us in our household, but through the whole family. And I'm going, you know, I just, I just thank God, you know, just, just to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when, when, he, you know, when the Holy Spirit convicts you and, and tells you things. Don't just brush it off. Amen. Don't just say, no, 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 no. I'm in the middle of this, this, this series. I can't stop now, yeah. God. I can't stop now. Don't compromise. Amen. I mean, That's good. That's good. That's really good, guys. Amen. That's really good. Amen. Really good. And, and I want to say this to parents. If you don't teach your children about Jesus and about what God's word says, 
the world will teach your yep. children. Wow. Wow. They will teach your children yep. through TV. Uh, the world is so ready to try to change everybody in their way of thinking. Mm -hmm. yep. And it's us to know that we're going to serve the Lord. We're going, what he says is right, is right. That's right. Amen. That's right. What he says is wrong, is wrong. It's, wrong. it's just it's that simple. Doesn't matter what the opinion of that person says right. or that person or that person. What does Jesus say? Amen. And right. if you can use that and go to his word, he has the answer for every question you That's have. Right. That's Amen. Good. That's good. That's good. You, know, and you wouldn't allow a burglar to come into your house. You know, if, if a burglar standing at your front door peering through, you know, the little uh, hole there in your door, you would say, come on in. Yeah, come here. Take whatever you want. Take whatever you want. But we do that when we allow stuff into our home. Mm. We allow the media, movies, music, to dictate the atmosphere and the environment. And, 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 you know, the Holy Spirit wants to work on each member of our family. But if, if he's not welcoming to that household, if we create a, an environment that is not welcoming to the Holy Spirit, he's not going to force himself on you, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be welcoming, and we can't let distractions, yeah. you know. Uh, we, had a, we had a dog one time, you know, and, and we adopted him. Okay, I'm a dog lover. I, you know, I, 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 I love, I love dogs, but we had a dog, and that dog, I, I swear, he was, he was possessed. Which one? Jake. 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 Yeah, probably. He's pretty pretty. Probably was. He was pretty possessed. But you know, uh, he, he would, he would like. I would try to hug my wife, and he would like attack me. I'm like, what is going on here? You know. But he, it was funny. You know, he was creating so much discord in our house. And moments that we decide, you know what, we're going to bless somebody with this dog. You know? <laughs> Jake, I love you, you know, but, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, some, you may, you know, it's funny. You may laugh at that, but it's little things that you allow into your home that can create division and discord yeah. that you, you would not ever, That's ever good. realize. That's yeah. good. And, you know, what I've heard said before is like with the Holy Spirit, he is a gentleman. Yeah. Amen. And scripture says that Jesus will come. He will knock, but we have to open the door. Right. And so Amen. we can't. We have to be very intentional with the culture and atmosphere Amen. of our homes. Amen. Because Holy Spirit's not going to force us to do it. We have to hunger to do it, and that's then right. that's how we see Amen. it in our homes. And I know when you guys would go spend the night at somebody's house, sometimes we had to pray over you guys all over again because stuff would come off of you or co come with you from that house, and we're like, "What? What do you tell? What do you? How dare you talk to your mama that way?" You I know? don't remember this. You don't remember this. So he's perfect. No, but, I mean, just constantly pray over your children. You know, the, the moment they walk into that door from school, you know, yeah. you know, pray over your children. At night, pray over your children. Yeah. Amen. That's really Amen. good, Mom and Dad. We're going to move on to the next question. And uh, this one is this. What are some things... Oh, no, that was the last one. Was there a time when the culture of having church at home helped you and your family get through a difficult season? Can we go again first? I'll go again. Okay. Well... And we, we've discussed this. I mean, you cannot only take the environment to your home, but you can also take it to your workplace. You can take it. Oh, I'll give this example. When yeah. uh, Kayla was in the hospital at Texas Children's Hospital, he's having health issues for about a month. Mm -hmm. You know, I love Texas Children's Hospital, Houston. You know, but there's such despair. There's such, you know, depression mm -hmm. in that hospital because you're seeing little children you know, some, some children who aren't going to leave the hospital, you know, they're, that, that's going to be their last place where they're going to live. And Caleb was there for a, about a month with yep. his health issue. And we played praise and worship music in the hospital room, mm -hmm. you know, 
Ophemia stayed there day and night. I had to commute back and forth from work. But my wife created such an atmosphere in there that three nurses were saved. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, <Yep>. Jesus. <laughs> one, of them, uh, one of them said, hey, I don't want to stop here. I, 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 wanna, I, wanna, I want you to talk to me about this being filled with the Holy Spirit thing. Yep. And yep. on her lunch break, Ophemia you know, uh, prayed with her, and she received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yep. Amen. In, in one of the most depressing, one of the saddest places. Difficult season. Yeah. Very yeah. difficult. And, 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 but that's what got us through as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's not easy seeing your son in a hospital bed, mm -hmm. you know, undergoing major, major surgeries and just, you know, but, you know, thanks, for, thanks to Ophemia, she was able to maintain that environment and that atmosphere. You know, the, 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 the people would walk oh, in there, Jesus. literally, people would walk in there and they go, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 what's up with this? You know, doctors would walk in there and, whoa. What, 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 what's happening here? Yep. And literally, and I would see it on their faces, and they would, they would go, okay, you know, you could see that they were thinking, this is different, this is different, but the nurses that Ophemia led to were attracted by that. Yes. And, and if you take that, that atmosphere and that environment to work, I mean, you don't, have to, you don't have to grab a Bible and just pound them over the head with it. They see a difference in you, right. and they see a difference in the atmosphere, and you can create and dictate the atmosphere. They're attracted to that. They're going to come to you, and, and that's, just a great, that's just a great opportunity to not only take church home, take church to your workplace, take church to mm. the darkest of places that yeah. you find yourself in. And that yeah. was a tough time to see your baby go through what we saw Caleb go through, and, and it was hard. And, son, I know that the, uh, when the doctor told you that – it looks like everything was good, and your your if your lung hung in there, yeah. that you were going to get to go home the next day. And yeah. what happened? So I'm gonna try not to cry. Me so too. This Me a, too. <laughs> so this about um you know how having that culture and atmosphere mm -hmm. helps you do difficult seasons. So in that season of my life, of course, is really difficult. You know, life threatening um, surgeries and operations, and uh, I've been in the hospital probably about a month now, mm -hmm. and at that time, uh, my lung had almost fully healed, and, um, and the doctor um, that night came up to me, and he was like, hey, look, I have good news. Um, if your lung is able to maintain uh, what it is doing right now and, and be sealed, because um, there was, there was um, a, a hole in my lung, and it maintains to be sealed, in the morning you're going home. And, uh, and so I was excited. I remember us packing our bags. I remember us um, just really... Uh, being excited for, yeah. for me to go home, yes. and um, that morning wake up, um, eating breakfast, uh, have Sports Center on. I'm having an awesome time, you know, ready to go home. Um, and uh, um, the doctor walks in. I'm expecting him to give me good news. He walks in and he turns off Sports Center, which made me upset in the first place. But then I knew, <laughs> then I knew, you know, what he was about to say wasn't going to be good. And he looks at me and he, and he said, he said, Caleb, I'm I'm so sorry to say this, but Overnight, your lung collapsed again, and uh, we're prepping right now for surgery. You're going to be in there about five minutes. And I just remember in that moment, mm -hmm. I was so upset at God. I was so discouraged because I, 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 I trusted God. But in that moment, I felt like God uh, just didn't care because like, I've been here for a month, and I'm about to leave. And I knew what that surgery meant. I knew if I go in surgery, I'm going to be in the hospital at least another two weeks, three weeks. So I knew what that meant, and I remember... Um, pulling the covers over my head and just crying and just yelling and just, you know, just, just so upset that I'm about to go into surgery. Not only that, um, 
if you go into surgeries that put you under, you're not supposed to eat 24 hours beforehand. Um, I just had a huge breakfast. And so they told me, you know, hey, there's a chance that when you go under, uh, that's um, because you ate so recently that you could throw up. Uh, but when you're under, but because the, of the medicine, it causes you to have no, uh, you can't, regurg you can't, there's no, no gag reflexes. Mm -hmm. And so he said, if that happens, there's a chance that you will drown um, in, in your own, you know, in your lungs and, you, you know, there's not much we can do. And so there was like, he said, there's about like a 50-50 chance of that happening. And I just remember just being so upset at God, so upset at this, and this thinking of like, I, I grew up in a, in a, in a spiritual home. I, I, grew, I knew who Jesus was. I knew that God existed. But in that moment, I was contemplating whether or not God really cared. In that moment, I was contemplating whether or not, you know, I know God, you're real, but why is this happening to me? It's a very difficult season. Um, and dad was in the room, he was praying, and, and I, have to, I remember I have the covers over myself, and I, and then... Um, uh, I get a phone call, and you know my mom's at work. I get a phone call, and um, and right, and I don't, I don't even say anything. She knows what's going on. I just answer, and she says, "Caleb," she says, "the enemy's trying to rattle your cage right now. The enemy's trying to make you uh, uh, this this doubt and disbelief and fear and anger." Um, but she said, um, "But I'm, gonna, you know, pray over you, and God's going to get you through this." And and if it wasn't for the culture that we had at home, we wouldn't know where to turn. We would have just been upset, but in that moment, because of the culture and because of what yes. my parents brought us up in, we knew where to turn. Even in difficult, even in yes. seasons where, I, you know, we weren't even, I, myself wasn't even fully into it with my faith because I was so discouraged because of what my parents did. And she led me in a prayer, and then at the end of that prayer, she said, Caleb, I want you to say, Jesus, I trust you. I couldn't even get it out. I remember I couldn't even, I was so upset, I couldn't get out the word, the name of Jesus. And I was trying, she was, like, she was like, to say, Jesus, I trust you. And then finally, I said, Jesus. And right when I said, Jesus, that, it was weird, but that cloudiness, that yes. anger, that fear, that spirit yes. that was on me left. Yes. Amen. Right in that Jesus. moment. Amen. And, um, and it was really, if it wasn't for really the culture and the atmosphere that my mom and dad built, um, I don't know if we would be, if I would be here yeah. today. I don't know if you remember, but the, the doctor uh, there came into the room and, and mom was there at that time and uh we we said we want to pray mm -hmm. and the doctor just got on his knees mm. right there and we, we prayed you know that the surgery would go well you know he felt that atmosphere you know and 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 it's my belief and, and my hope that he was touched yes. you know that, that god touched his heart during that time yes. too yeah. and and like, like i said you don't know how many people you're touching you know yeah. when, when at, at hgb you know, in a parking lot, yeah. you know, and, and, and you just don't know how many people you're, you're touching because you take, you can take that environment with you. It's mobile. It used to be in our car all the time. I mean, we would, we would crank up the praise and worship music, listen to KSBJ. You know, that was the only radio station that we allowed our kids to listen to. And, and, uh, they, they knew all the songs yeah. and, and they would go to school and they want to they hear kids singing other songs and go, what, what is, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. We used to think the only thing on the radio was KSBJ. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? There's choices? What is this? And I, and I want to tell you that it's just the, when you trust God and you know trials and tribulations are going to come. Yeah. We, we've gone through seasons with things. But when you have Jesus... When you have Jesus, you're not going through it by yourself. Yeah, that's right. That's he right. is right there with you. 
to help you through it. Amen. He doesn't want us to stay in it. He wants us to get Amen. through that's it. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. And that's really what's so powerful is that when it is an everyday thing you have with God, when that trial comes, you know where to go. That's right. Because some people live with God from trial to trial, meaning only in trials do we pray. Only in trials do we right. run to God. But if we just are with them every day, yes. when that trial comes, it's going to be like, hey, I, I see what's on the horizon, but I know who's in my heart. Amen. Amen. And I know what God can do, and I'm not going to let this intimidate me. Yeah, when you see, when you see God working in your home on a daily basis, and, and you, you can't help but, but trust him in, in the most difficult of times. And, and that's where family, you know, it, it's important for the family to be, you know, in one mind and one accord. Uh, sometimes the devil will work on one of your children, you know, and, and then you have to, like, notice that and, and, and address that, you know. But uh, it, you, can't, you can't help but trust in God if, if, you, if, you, if you're saturated in, 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 you know, by, by his Holy Spirit on a daily yeah. basis and, and you, you welcome the Holy Spirit. We have days. We, we, we have weeks. We have challenges, you know. But I don't know what we would do uh, if, if we did not have that sanctuary you know a sanctuary is, is a safe place you know for 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 people you know you go to a you go to a refuge or, or an animal uh, animal sanctuary you know you'll see this like 12 point buck and you go man i'd love to take that thing down <laughs> yeah. but he knows he's in a safe place he'll come out and eat right out of your hand you know and a sanctuary is a safe place your house should be a sanctuary it should be a safe place mm. where people can come to and they can That's good they can talk to you That's where your good. children can talk to you yes. and if 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 the Holy Spirit is dwelling in every room and every crack of your and corner in your in your house, it, you can't he can't it can't help but to, to just affect your family and and he 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 loves to work in that type of environment. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's and, right. And let me tell you that love, God is love. Yeah. He's not about love. He is love. Amen. Yeah. And that's that agape love that only comes from Him. It's unconditional. That you choose, God, fill me with your love and let it flow through me so my children can see your love. So That's anybody right. around me can see your love because love covers a multitude of sins. Amen. God's love, he can change anything. That's right. yeah. He can change anything yeah. because of love, because That's right. of love. That's right. Love, Amen. love, love. That, Amen. And, and praying Praying in the Spirit. God says to pray in the Spirit about all things in everything at all times. Yes, ma'am. Pray. Yes, ma'am. Pray in the Spirit. It was, uh, Quinn and I were married eight years before I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit because we weren't taught in the church we were going to about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I praise God for this church. Amen. Because we Amen. need the baptism right. of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 That's right. That's good. So my prayers started to change, and I knew how to pray for my children. Amen. Things started Amen. changing. It was just amazing what God did, but it was, what does God's That's word right. say? That's right. And then the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I just can't thank God enough because Amen. he has literally changed Amen. everything. Hallelujah. That. Amen. Amen. And we're so thankful for this church. Yes. Kids Church are... They're learning the That's same right. thing that we're That's learning right. here. That's right. So you have no excuse, okay, to get home and talk to your family. I mean, we, we provide the resources, the the syllabus. Oh, man. You have That's so up. many. Uh, we wish we would have had that, you know, when, when we were uh, first Christians. And, and But go home. Go over yeah. 10 minutes, you know, at the table. 
uh, go over, well, this is what we learned in church today. What did you guys learn in church today? And share that, mm -hmm. you know, create a dialogue, you know, with your children about how God works in, in families. And they're going to like, it's going to become even more and more real to them. Yeah. Because they're going to see things happen in, in their family. If you allow the Holy Spirit to saturate your home, you're going to see stuff going on yes. that's going to go, wow. Man, really good. God is God is awesome, and Amen. sometimes it takes us as men, you know, to yield to the Holy Spirit, to yield to God, and say, you know what, this is your home, okay? Yeah. You are welcome here, mm -hmm. okay? And and just just love your children Amen. and be the man that they that God wants you to be, you know, to represent. Also, you know, be the same. We talked a little bit about this. Be the same. Be the same man. Be the same mom. Be the same person, you know, at home as you are in church, mm -hmm. you know, because your your kids can spot a hypocrite in, in a second, you yeah. know? And if they see that double standard going on mm -hmm. in your home, they're going to say, oh, you know, this church stuff, it's, I see my dad doing this at church, but over here, you know, he's doing this, you know, mm -hmm. and I still have to balance that. I still have to, I have to check myself, you know, sometimes going, okay, all right, all right, what kind of, and even though we don't have any kids at the, at the house, who am I being an example to at work? Who am I being an example to at HEB? Who am I being an example to in the parking lot when somebody cuts me off, you know, and I, and I want to react a certain way? That's One reason why we have the Riverside Church sticker on the back of our car, I have, I Keeps us, I keeps have to us check through. myself sometimes. Yeah. And that's a good, uh, what you mentioned about the syllabus, because what we do, and yeah. Pastor Bobby instilled this um, three, four years ago, but we talked about whatever we learn here is what we're going to learn, not just for the adults, but the same things can be discussed yeah. with the kids yes. and the youth. And the reason why we do that is because we want to have the church at home culture be brought into the church family's homes so that way they're when we all get together after sundays we have something to talk about yeah, man. we can yeah. pop out the syllabus and say where we learn where we do this and so we can continue that and that's the whole thought that's the whole Amen. thought Amen. so we'll go ahead um we'll move on to the last question worship team you can you can join me um join us uh, but we move on to the last question and um we're running out of time so we can make this we'll do a speed run so Last question is, what's one piece of advice? I know we've gone on over many things. What's one piece of advice you would give to someone who is trying to start and maintain church at home? Amen. Start. Yeah. Don't, and don't even wait for the new year. Everybody, you know, sometimes people say, hey, you know what? I'll start the new year yeah. so I can start fresh day one. Amen. Yeah. Let it be today. Start today. Start today. today. Start, start today. today. Amen. Yeah. And just do it. And And it's like, I mean, this is the way I pray all the time. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know how to do this. And I don't know how you're going to do this, but you're going to do it. And yeah. I'm just going to trust you. Amen. And you're going to help me day Amen. by day, minute by minute, hour by hour. Amen. Amen. And so that's what he wants to do. Start. Today. Start. Today. Yeah. Just yeah. start. Yeah. And you're going to see what God's going to do. Because you can think about starting, say, well, you know what? We can do that. We're good. But you don't do it. Yeah. What good is it? Amen. That's right. You have to, faith without works is dead. Mm. When you want to say, you know, I'm going to have the faith to start doing this, but you don't do it, yeah. you got to have the works yeah. with it. And we're not going to, you're not going to be perfect. I remember when I first started, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yep. But Jesus. Amen. Yes, Jesus helps you Amen. one step yes, at a time. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. And then Joshua chapter 14, you know, Joshua told him, choose next Wednesday. No, he said, "Choose this day." Yeah, that's right. Choose this day. That's good. He wanted them to. He wanted them. He wanted them before before they went in the promised land. He wanted to make sure. Okay, what kind of culture are you going to set? That's right. When we cross that river, what kind of culture are you going to set? What kind of environment? What are you going to be teaching your families? You know, think about it. 
and, and, and hopefully it's my prayer that some of you guys that are out there are thinking about it. Like, okay, what kind of, what kind of culture are we allowing in our home? Is it, is it a culture that where the Holy Spirit would, would be welcome? And, and think about it. it does, you know, God gave us this brain to use and, and to think. And if you feel that any ounce of conviction, conviction in you, know that's not condemnation. You know, yeah. that's, that's the Holy Spirit convicting your heart, yeah. telling you, yes. you know what? There's, there are things that we need to change in our home. That's good. There are things that we need to address that we've just been sweeping under the rug. We've been conforming to this world instead of transforming and, and, and our children and our home. And we've been going along. I mean, it could be a matter of whatever, you know, canceling a streaming service. Just, just you know, being more sensitive to the Holy Spirit Amen. when he's convicting you. And notice and know the difference between conviction and condemnation. Yeah. You know, because it's the enemy that wants to condemn you. You know, it's the Lord that wants to convict you. And, and ask yourself whenever you feel that conviction, okay, is, is this going to make my household better? And, and if it will, know that that's God speaking to you. That's not, that's not you being, being condemned at all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Conviction always wants you to get closer to God. Amen. Condemnation wants you to go, oh, I can't do this. I, Give I, up. I, I, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Giving up. That's yeah. condemnation. That's yeah. not from God. Yeah. But conviction it brings you closer to God. It, it gets you to raise your eyes up and say, Jesus. I can do this. Amen. You're going to help yeah. me. Yep. Yeah. That's conviction. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but you're going to help me. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And he yeah. is going to. And it's never Amen. too late. It's never, never too late. late. Amen. It's never too late. Yep. Amen. Amen. Mom and dad, I want to thank you all so much. And thank you. Thank um, you. Yes, thank you. Awesome conversation. And and I know some of y'all might be saying, you know, well, they were the perfect parents. Okay, guys, they were. No, I'm just kidding. No. There's no, there's no, far, no, far from it. There's, there's no perfect parents. Um, I, I remember many times of things that I remember growing up. You say, hey, guys, we were doing this, but we prayed about it. That's not right. We're just going to stop doing that. I remember that so many times. So it's not about being perfect. It's about being obedient. And yeah. like mom was saying, when the Holy Spirit speaks, speaks to you, like y'all were saying, obey his voice. Amen. And it's really that simple because Jesus wants to, wants to, parent alongside of you. He wants to be alongside of you. And, and if you give God that opportunity, he's going to give you the direction. And that's what we follow after. Amen. Amen. Well, can everybody stand to their feet? Did y'all enjoy today? Did y'all enjoy this conversation? What we want to do right now, um, if all the families, can y'all join hands? If you're here, you know, on your own, put your hand on your heart. But what we want to do right now is, um, they're going to pray over the families. But when they begin to pray, just begin to receive. I really believe that Riverside Church has a special anointing upon it for families. I truly believe that. We've seen many families be restored. We've seen many families come together all by us just putting God first. So they're going to pray over us. Can all just pray over us? Can, and can we just do this together? Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray a fresh anointing to bring uh, your presence, Jesus, in the homes. Father God, touch every woman, every man, every person that is in this room right now. Father God, open their hearts and their minds to receive everything that you have for them. Father God, in the name of Jesus, that they will go home and say, today is the day. We will start serving the Lord daily in the name of Jesus. Father God, a fresh anointing on each person right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, just fill them right now with the Holy Spirit and fire. Fill them right now, Lord Jesus. 
Fill them to let them know your presence. Fill them with your love that they're going to go home and love and just, Father God, know things are going to be different at the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you right now for a fresh anointing. And Father, that every person here receives what you have for them today because they're not doing it alone. You're doing it through them. And they can say, I can do this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you believe that, give Jesus a hand clap of praise. What we're going to do, we got some time. Can we just sing together this a little bit? Let's worship into this. Let's respond to this conversation, to the word. Come on, let's worship for our families right now. Let's worship for our children. Come on, let's press into this atmosphere together. Let's sing. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.